Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Best Of Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday. From 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching herd. This is the best of the herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. What's up? Welcome to the herd. I'm Joy Taylor. I'm back. We're back. We're back. Myself and Alex Curry. Filling in for Colin Cowherd and Jason McIntyre today and tomorrow. So you'll join us this week. Um, and then, of course, you'll stick around for the rest of our shows. Nick Wright, the gang on First Things First, and myself and Speak right after that. And it's a Speak invasion. It's a takeover <laughs> on the herd this week. We'll have Emmanuel Acho and LaShawn McCoy on the show later today. We'll also talk to Josina Anderson later on in this hour. But, Alex, how was your holiday? Holiday is great, and I love this week. I like to call it the in-between or the upside down. The Mm -hmm. week between Christmas and New Year's, where if you don't work in sports, you really don't know what time it is, what day of the week it is, and you're just hanging and drinking with family, unless you're us and we're here to to entertain you and talk about sports. Yes, and we don't mind being here. Uh, this This is a great time of the year. Relax. Uh, enjoy yourself. I apologize if you were traveling Oof. at any point. I know there are a lot of people that are still stranded, so hopefully you're at least somewhere cozy mm. while you're stranded. I didn't. I didn't deal with too much of it. I went to the East Coast as well, um, and I only had a delay on the way back, which I felt like you know I got I got to pay my due. Like if yeah. I'm gonna if I'm gonna travel during the holidays <laughs> on Christmas bad. weekend, I'm gonna have something go wrong, especially when there was so much that went on with everyone traveling. So I had a three hour delay. Uh, my flight was late, so I got in very very early in the morning to Los Angeles, three in the morning. Oh, and then straight to work Monday. Yeah, I mean, Champion. I got to sleep. I, yeah, I got yeah. to sleep. It's, uh, I'm not complaining. It's okay. You did better <laughs> it, than Colin. Colin missed the show Monday. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you it, were doing great. It could have been a lot worse. So I'm, I'm very grateful when I got to see family. So I hope that you all had a great holiday, a safe holiday, and that you're enjoying the in-between, the, the in-between. upside down, um, whatever <laughs> this is. So we have a fun show today. There's, there's actually a, a whole lot going on. We just saw that Tua is going to be out 
for the game this weekend, a, a game that they need to win. We'll definitely talk about that today. I have obviously some strong opinions about what's going on with Tua and the Dolphins and uh, lots of other stuff. Luca had a historic performance last night. I want to get that dance down. <laughs> we got to name it. Cuban even tweeted. It's like, we got to name this Luca. dance. I mean, that was, that was just pure, uh, just unbridled excitement. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about that later in the show as well. But let's get started with what's going on in Denver. The Broncos think that Russell Wilson is fixable. I don't know that I agree that he is fixable. I'm hopeful that he's fixable. But if I had an $82 million cap hit, or I got to fix him, I'm going to say that he's fixable. <laughs> I'm going to speak that into existence. I'm going to give that side of the story some life. Look, I don't know what happened with Russell Wilson this year. I don't have an explanation. I don't have the answers. I'm not surprised that Nathaniel Hackett was fired. I don't think any of us are. I, I don't know what other choice you have when you invest what you did in Russell Wilson, not just monetarily, but obviously also with the draft picks. You have no choice. You've got to make Russell Wilson work. And obviously now that Nathaniel Hackett has been let go, along with several other coaches on the staff, the Broncos brass is trying to realign the messaging and you know put out the plan for next year and moving forward with Russell Wilson. Let's take a listen to what they have to say about where they are right now. He'll be the first one to tell you he didn't play up to his standard, didn't play up to our standard. He needs to be better. Uh, I don't think we made a coaching move based on Russ. You know that wasn't what it's all about. That's why. That's not why we're getting a new coach to turn around Russ. It's about the entire um, organization. It's not whether Russ is fixable or not. Uh, we do believe he is. We do. Like I said, if it's between Russ being fixable or an eighty-two million dollar cap hit, I'm going to go with Russ is fixable. When you invest in something like that, you're like, eh, let's try and figure it out. Let's do everything we can to make this work, and they should. And they have no choice. I can't imagine a world where Russell Wilson is actually this bad. But I also don't believe that Nathaniel Hackett is completely to blame for what's happened there. I mean, if you look at the hire of Nathaniel Hackett, it is a completely reasonable hire. It wasn't some outrageous move like Jeff Saturday. It wasn't some edgy decision. He had 13 years of NFL coaching experience. He was with Aaron Rodgers for back-to-back -back MVP years, amongst many other accomplishments on the offensive side of the ball. It was a completely reasonable hire. Maybe Russell Wilson is washed. I don't know. But you got to do everything that you can to fix the situation if you're the Denver Broncos. The expectations were probably outrageous, but I think reasonable considering the fact that Tom Brady left a dynasty and immediately won a Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Next year, Matthew Stafford leaves the Lions, immediately wins a Super Bowl with the L.A. Rams. So not that I expected Russell Wilson to win a Super Bowl, but I didn't expect him to be amongst the worst quarterbacks in the NFL this year. Nobody did. So it's fair to have those expectations and it's fair to be this disappointed and it's fair to question if Russell Wilson is ever going to be that great again. But do you need him to be that great again? Or do you need him to just be what he was before he left Seattle, which was a player that missed a few games with injury and was still pretty much at the top of his game. So you've got to hire a coach. This is what you should not do if you're the Denver Broncos, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. It's not time for another first-time head coach. What you can't do is spend any time figuring out how to do this job. Because it wasn't just that Russell Wilson fell apart at the end of this 
situation with Nathaniel Hackett, the entire team was fighting. You had incidents on the sideline outside of Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's getting screamed at by players as he's coming off the field. Everything was falling apart. You can have a bad situation and everyone not believe in what you're doing, or you can have a bad situation and everyone understand that it's a bad situation, but still play hard and still have some sort of energy and culture. That's non-existent in Denver, which is surprising because Denver is a a well-run organization. They are a winning organization. They have a great fan base. They're not an organization I consider to be habitually dysfunctional, even though they've had issues with the quarterback position. Who hasn't? So I really, really strongly believe that they should bring in a head coach that has had significant head coaching experience and has been proven in the sense of being able to work with big names. These are my suggestions, and obviously everyone's going to go to Sean Payton. Got to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if Sean Payton took this job. And obviously we've seen Sean Payton work at the highest level with a quarterback similar to Russell Wilson. But Sean has options. (laughs) Sean is chilling. Do you want to sign up for a project that you don't know truly if you can fix? Now, I'm sure Sean Payton believes he can, and... If there's anyone on any list, everyone's going to Sean Payton, and I would give him the grace that he could. But I don't know that this is the best situation. It's new ownership, which doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. It's just an unknown. We don't know if Russ is washed or if this was just a a coaching situation. Everyone's talking about how great the defense is. You're probably going to have to move some of those defensive pieces to shore up the offense for Russell Wilson, because at this point, everything you do has to be about fixing Russell Wilson. So don't get too attached to that Denver defense. Obviously, Sean Payton's at the top of the list. Now, I'm going to throw two names out there. One is already very high up. I think it has the top odds on Fox Bet right now to be hired. And there might be some pushback from indie fans, which at this point, I mean, come on. Frank Reich should definitely be considered for this position. Don't, don't pay attention to the fact that he was fired in Indy. Pay attention to what happened in Indy after he was fired. What have they done? outside of beating the Raiders, which was apparently their Super Bowl this year. He has an incredible resume. He's capable of working with big names. He doesn't need to learn how to be a head coach. He's a Super Bowl champion as the Eagles offensive coordinator in 2017. He's coached under other big names. He is qualified for this job, and he will be able to come in and steady this ship. Another name I'm going to throw out there is Jim Caldwell. Jim Caldwell does not get enough credit for what he did in Detroit and what he did with Peyton Manning. Those two names are names that should be considered if Sean Payton is not open to this position. I don't think they should get another first-time guy. They had a very qualified guy in Nathaniel Hackett, and he couldn't get it done. Now, maybe that's just Nathaniel Hackett, but you're in a very desperate situation. Keep in mind, Russ is 34 years old. So next November, he's going to be 35. If by next November you have a new head coach who still hasn't been able to get this together, now you've got another year and another year older with Russell Wilson. So this hire has to be very, very intentional. And in my opinion, it should be a very experienced coach on the offensive side of the ball. And again, don't get too attached to the defense over there. All right, the Dallas Cowboys, they play tomorrow night. And everyone is reacting to this this Eagles game. I actually like I'm wearing the perfect color. I'm, I'm, I'm contrasting as I'm talking about the Eagles and Cowboys today. It's perfect. Yeah, I didn't plan that. The Dallas Cowboys are not better than the Philadelphia Eagles. I know Cowboys Nation thinks that I'm just habitually hating on them. Uh, My mother is a Cowboys fan. We have extensive conversations about the Cowboys all the time. Um, She's actually a reasonable Cowboys fan, which I 
I only believe exists because she's my mother, so I've experienced it. It was a nice win for the Cowboys. It was a good win for the Cowboys. Just like earlier in the season when the Eagles beat the Cowboys with Cooper Rush as the quarterback, it was a good win for the Eagles because any division win is a good win, no matter how you get it done. The two teams know each other. You play twice a year. There's a lot of experience. There's, there's edginess because this is a rivalry. It's a good win. Yes, Jalen Hurts wasn't out there which is why it's not a complete win. Everyone keeps pointing to what happens with the Dallas defense, who has been great all season long, and how great Dak played. Can we pay attention to Gardner Minshew, who for some reason, everyone keeps saying he played a good game. I don't understand. How do you play a good game if you turn the ball over three times? Three times. Yes, Dallas defense made a great play on two of those turnovers, but you had to put them in the position to make the great play. He, t- he threw two interceptions and fumbled the ball. That's three turnovers. They had four turnovers on the day. Guys, that's an outrageous amount of turnovers. That's outrageous. In a divisional matchup, stop saying they had a good offensive day. They did not. Now, no, that doesn't mean that the Cowboys shouldn't be happy about this win, that it wasn't a good win for the Cowboys. But just let's just simmer down. We really can't learn a lot from the two matchups this year with the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys, which is wildly unfortunate because these are two great teams and we missed out on head-to-head matchups with them this year because of the quarterback injuries. It's unfortunate, but we can't take too much away from it. And before Cowboys fans start losing their minds, this sentiment is not mine alone. Uh, It'd be your own people. I mean, can, can we get the quote? Can we get the quote? I'm not making this up that this wasn't a great Eagles performance and Dak did everything that he was supposed to do and the Dallas defense did everything that they were supposed to do, but the Eagles turned the ball over four times. Calling the Eagles the better isn't an insult or clickbait. Philadelphia owns the NFL's best record. So saying they remain the better team, even after a Dallas victory, should not be viewed as blasphemy. That is from the Dallas Morning News. I didn't write it. I didn't make it up. I'm not saying you shouldn't be happy about it, Cowboys fans. You should. You got a big division win at the right time in the season. You're trending up. Lots of good things to be excited about. But let's not rewrite the narrative just like we shouldn't have rewritten the narrative after the Eagles beat the Cowboys earlier in the season with Cooper Rush. Be excited about it. It's a good win. Dak played great. Only turned the ball over once. That's improvements. But let's not get, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. The Eagles have been the most consistent team all season long, and it's okay to say we got a good win, but we didn't beat them at full strength. I can't, I like, I, please, please, sports gods, give us this matchup in the postseason. Please let it happen. We deserve it. We missed out on it twice this year. I don't have anyone in the fight. I just want to watch great football, but I can't walk away from that, from that game thinking that the Eagles played their best with a backup quarterback and the Dallas Cowboys stomped them out. That is just simply not what happened. All three turnovers occurred past the Eagles' 40-yard line. Three turnovers from Gardner Minshew and one fumble. Let's just just simmer down. It was a nice win, Cowboys. Feel good about it. It doesn't catapult you past the Eagles. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook 
an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this episode brought to you by 20th century studios kingdom of the planet of the apes director wes ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on-and-off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Tua is out this weekend against the Patriots with another confirmed concussion. Mike McDaniel spoke with reporters today. So he is he is ruled out for the Week 17 matchup against the Patriots. And here is Mike McDaniel talking about Tua's status. In regards to Tua, it's a very um, – I've been advised by um, medical professionals that uh, it's uh, critical that, that uh, Tua – worries only about um, the day that he's currently in and nothing else is a private time for him to focus on his health. Um, And that's uh, all I really want to get into. It's unfortunate, of course, that he is dealing with this again. He obviously missed parts of three games, two solid weeks due due to a concussion earlier this year, as we all remember. And this is his third head head injury, second confirmed concussion in the last three months. His first one, which, like, obviously he hurt his head in the game against Buffalo because then he got a concussion the week after and the doctor got fired. So call it what you want. He's had three head injuries and two confirmed concussions in the last three months from September 25th to December 25th. And now he is not playing this weekend and safe to say indefinitely with another head injury. Now we spoke about this 
yesterday and the day before when the news came out that he had self-reported his symptoms to a did to the doctors. We spoke about this on speak and uh, LaShawn McCoy was the first to, to go there. And I, I don't think it's a crazy notion that Tua should consider possibly retiring. Now, I don't think that he should play again this season. And again, none of us are doctors, even if you got your online degree over the last two years. We're not medical doctors. We're not neuroscientists. We're not Tua's doctor. And we are not Tua's family. But I'll speak speak for myself. If this was my brother, one of my brothers, one of my nephews, someone that I know that plays football, and Tua, who I don't know personally, I don't think that you should consider coming back this year at the very least. This is not a hip injury, which Tua's had. This is not multiple knee injuries or toe injuries or an elbow. You can get those things replaced. You can live without toes. You only get one head. And I think it's very convenient for all of us to sit here and talk about player safety and get outraged when we see Tua get carted off the field. And I'm not saying that you weren't genuinely outraged or that you didn't feel awful for him seeing him in that space, because I'm sure you did. But now's the time to, to put up. Now's the time to really back up all of those things that we're posting on social media and that we say that make us feel good that we're backing the players up. Maybe he doesn't need to retire. Maybe he just needs to sit out for the rest of the year. And that's obviously unfortunate for Dolphins fans and whatever. This is a human being who only gets one brain and one life. And your quality of life can be damaged from all those other injuries that I mentioned. Did you watch the interview with Deion Sanders and Shannon Sharp? Did you see what was going on with his leg and his foot? That's his quality of life from playing football. And he can still coach. He can still live his life because he has his brain in a healthy space. Now the rest of his body's banged up and that hurts his quality of life, but he's still Deion Sanders. This is a very serious situation. When we talk about Tua, we say, okay, he's had three head injuries in a year. It's not been a year. It's been a three month span. It's not even been an entire NFL season. The season's not even over. And he has missed parts of three games due to head injuries and has had two confirmed concussions. I don't, I don't think it's an outrageous thing to suggest. And I don't think it's an outrageous thing to suggest for any player that's dealing with this. It's not what I want. I'm devastated for him. I can't imagine my career, something that happens to me that's completely out of my control, and people coming to me and saying, you can't do what you've worked for your entire life. You can't keep doing what you dream of doing every single day for something that's completely out of your control. But Mike McDaniel just said it. We're, we can't encourage him or ask him or say anything to him. Just get better. That's what this is right now. So I, I think it's very convenient when we talk about player safety, when we talk about protecting players, when we talk about being pro player and, and defending them and sticking up for them. And then when something like this is suggested, it's like, whoa, what's this? Now hold on a second. We still want to watch football here. You can't regulate the brutality and the collisions and head impact out of football. That is the game. You can't expect every time someone's head is hit for them to pull a player out of a game. That's unrealistic. And what's scary is Tua has been in games with a concussion after everything that happened this year, earlier this year, the outrage, the firing, him going into the protocol, him being carted off the field, 
and they still can't tell. This is terrifying. It's genuinely scary. None of us want to even imagine the worst that this could, the, the, the scale that this could get on the bad end. So why don't we be safe rather than sorry? Obviously, he's out this weekend. I don't know how he sees the field again this year. I don't know how you justify that. I don't know how you sign off on that. It certainly makes me uncomfortable, and I don't care if I'm being like a little snowflake about it. This is a serious thing. I think you need to make, as a team and as a, a league, an executive decision at this point, especially since the world saw it. The world saw his last three head injuries. We've been talking about it. It's been top news. The positive side is he reported it. He yes. went to the team and he told them that he was having concussion-like symptoms and put him in that protocol. That's the positive. But now you look at it, as you mentioned, three months. It's not a year. Whatever the exact other two, we know there was for sure one concussion, the other two head injuries, whatever they may be. No, this is his this second is, confirmed concussion. There you go. If you want to argue about the other head injury, have at it. So he's had yeah. two concussions in three months. This is bigger than the game. This is his life you're talking about. This is your brain, your head, and it's scary. Of course, someone who's worked their entire life to get to this moment and to be playing at the highest level and accomplishing your dream, they're going to want to be on the field. If you, if you say and you give them an inch, yes, okay, I, I got cleared, I'm going to go. I, I think there should be an executive decision made to sit him for the rest of the year. Well, I mean, he's certainly not going to play this weekend, obviously, with the concussion. And I, I would imagine he doesn't play for the rest of the regular season. And obviously, the Dolphins still have to clinch a playoff spot. So that yeah. will determine if he's going to come back for the playoffs, if they even make the playoffs. But I, I, I think it's a bigger conversation that, that needs to be had about it. And, you know, obviously, he has a family. And I'm, mm -hmm. I'm with you. I'm glad he self-reported it. So that he's taking, you know, his health seriously as well. But, you know, it, it, I think it's very easy for us to talk about player safety. And then when it really comes, when the rubber meets the road, where, where do you stand? Because I, I thought this would be a consensus conversation and, and there's still pushback. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. It's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. 
Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. I am going to do my power rankings. All right. Uh, I don't know that they're really that controversial, but people like to get mad at everything I say, so I'm sure they'll find a problem with it. But let's start with number 10. Number 10. The Baltimore Ravens. Look, you got to be in the power rankings if you clinched a playoff berth, which they did. They've won three of their last four games. I know Lamar Jackson is hurt. But you're in the playoffs now, so you can just wait until he's healthy. Now, hopefully he does get healthy, and he is going to be healthy for the playoffs. You have two divisional games to end the season against the Steelers and then at the Bengals, so not the easiest way to finish the season, but it doesn't matter because you're already in the playoffs. So you might as well just get Lamar healthy and then try and make a run. The Ravens have completely turned it around from last season, which was a disaster, mostly due to injury, which I can give them a pass on. And we get to see Lamar Jackson hopefully in the playoffs, so they are number 10. Number 9. Jacksonville. Look at scrappy little Jacksonville. Mm. No, I don't like to get too excited about Jacksonville because um, I got to I got to see enough to believe in them. But look, they've moved ahead of the Titans for first place in the AFC South. They were last place in the AFC South for the last four seasons. So this is a massive improvement. They're on a three-game winning streak. And the most exciting part of the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I apologize, I don't know how to say Jaguars, so you just have to deal with how I say it. What are you, how are you supposed to say I don't know, it? people tell me I say it weird. Jaguars. 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 Is it Jaggy Wire? I say Jaguar. Am I saying it weird? Jaguar? Jaguar? I don't know. If you don't like it, no. I don't know what to tell you, that's how I say it. They have the Texans and the Titans to finish the season, but Trevor Lawrence is the most exciting part of this. Trevor Lawrence was an unbelievable college player. We were talking about him being an NFL player when he was a freshman in college. And now we are getting to see the emergence of Trevor Lawrence, which is very, very exciting. He has had the largest increase in passer rating in the NFL this season. 
So I'm going to put the Jacksonville Jaguars at nine. It's Number about damn eight. time. Number eight, Chargers. All right, now I'm going to say nice things about the Los Angeles Chargers because Chargers fans think I hate them. I don't know why. All I ever said was that Tua was better, and at that point in the season, he was. And I said that Patrick Mahomes is a better all-time quarterback than Justin Herbert, which apparently is controversial. Whatever. I stand on that. Not on the Tua part, but definitely on the Patrick Mahomes part. Regardless, they clinched they clinched a playoff berth. Justin Herbert is going to play in the playoffs, which is very exciting for all of us as NFL fans. We get to see a young emerging star in the postseason in games that matter. They have improved every single year, which is also exciting. They have held opponents under 20 points in three straight games. That's important. We know Justin Herbert is great. We know the potential that he has. But can the defense complement and help them out? And now they are. You have Brandon Saley as a defensive coach. And he is finally getting them into gear. They're getting healthy at the right time, trending into the playoffs. They've got two easy games to finish, Rams, and then at the Broncos, who are a complete disaster. So congrats to the Chargers going to the playoffs, and they are at number eight. Number seven. Vikings. All right. At one point in the season, Vikings fans were also mad at me. Look, everyone's always mad at me. It's fine. They're a weird team. But look, I kind of got to respect what they're doing. And part of the reason why I am very, very afraid of the Minnesota Vikings is they got that dude. That dude right there. That That is him. Justin Jefferson is him. I think we wore that out, but I'm still going to say it for this particular purpose. He is so bleeping unbelievable. He's unbelievable. He, I, he is indescribable to me to watch. He is so good. And the fact that he is on the field will complement everything else that's going on. He is He's just incredible. I, I have to take them seriously. They have an 8-1 record at home this season. The only losses came to the Eagles, Cowboys, and Lions, which are all good teams. They're weird. They have a plus two point differential. <laughs> like it's, it's the worst point differential with any team with 12-plus wins through Week 16. It's, it's, it's really strange. Plus five, not plus two. It's strange. They're weird. But they win. Kirk Cousins, this, this reputation of blowing games, and then he, he comes back in the greatest comeback in history, yep. and they've got Justin Jefferson. So I got I to gotta respect him. Number six. Number six. Cowboys. All right, Cowboys. Cowboys are a good team. Still the Cowboys. We're still in the middle of the cycle. You don't know about the cycle. I'll explain the cycle to you off here. We're we're in the weed and boys part of the cycle. Mm. We're moving into the playoffs now. Number one scoring offense since stack returned from injury. Defense is unbelievable. I think they have the defensive player of the year in Micah Parsons. They've been consistent all season long. Their defense has. They're 5-1 against teams with a winning record. That's the best in the NFL this season. They just had a nice win against the division Rivals in the Eagles. If Dak doesn't turn the ball over at a high rate, they're in every single game. And the way that they can run the ball, they are extremely, extremely dangerous. The defense is going to get takeaways. And they're a team you have to take seriously in the regular season. Uh, I don't know. We'll see how it goes in the postseason, Dallas. I, I, (laughs) I need to be convinced. I'm sorry. I've watched this for 26 years. I need to be convinced. Whatever. I'll be last to the band, Megan, but they are number six. They are a great team this year. And, and, and put some respect on Mike McCarthy's name. I've been on this Mike McCarthy thing for a while. He's not great situationally, but you can't talk about how good the Cowboys have been and not give the head coach some credit. It doesn't work that way. He's done a really nice job with this team. He has put together a great staff. They're playing well. Give him some credit. Number five. The Cincinnati Bengals. 
We didn't know what they were going to be at the beginning of the season. They looked terrible. Bad, bad, as Shady would say. Bad, bad. But they are on a seven-game winning streak. That dude right there, Joe Burrow, that man. Mama, there goes that man. Second leading passer in the NFL this season. Over 4,000 yards behind only Mahomes. He's in the MVP conversation. They have been playing some unbelievable football as of late. And they were in the Super Bowl last year. So here we go again. Number four. The Bills, six-game winning streak, number one seed in the AFC. They have clinched their third consecutive AFC East division title. Only 24 giveaways in the offense. They don't turn the ball over. They are a very strong team. Josh Allen is, of course, very talented. They are on pace and, and chugging away. They had a little, little clunkiness early in the season, but they've gone back on track. The offense isn't quite firing the way you would want them to, but like I said, they don't turn the ball over. They have the Bengals and the Patriots to finish the season. Number three. The Chiefs have won eight of their last nine games. They have that man, Patrick Mahomes. He's pretty good. Pretty good player, Patrick Mahomes. They have Travis Kelsey. They have Andy Reid. Third team in NFL history with five consecutive seasons with 12-plus wins. We kind of have gotten bored of the Chiefs. They're still really awesome. We didn't know what they were going to be without Tyreek Hill. They're still really awesome, and it's because of Patrick Mahomes, who will probably win the MVP this year, and it's deserved. He's having an unbelievable season, and they are great. Number two. San Francisco 49ers with Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy, who has completely shed that title, by the way, had a birthday the other day. Brock Purdy, growing up before our eyes, he has been unbelievably impressive. Kyle Shanahan, just it doesn't matter who you put in there. They're going to win games. Their defense is generational. It's terrifying. They are firing on a level that they make other teams look like they're playing a different sport. The 49ers are so good. They are so terrifying. And it, I, I wasn't sure I could buy into the story that the, the last pick in the NFL draft, the seventh-round rookie, could possibly take this team all the way, but I'm bought in now. And man, that is going to be a great movie one day. That's going to that's just going to have all of us in our seats watching when they pull that off. And number one is the number Eagles. Number one. Number one is the Eagles. Let's bring in LaShawn Shady McCoy of Speak, my co-host on Speak on FS1 to talk about the Eagles. What do you think of my power ranking, Shady? Shady. <laughs> What's up? Yeah. Two times. Love it. It's for you. We make it cozy around here. <laughs> LaShawn Shady McCoy, two Super Bowls, six-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro, mm-hmm. Eagles leading rusher in franchise history. You still feel like the Eagles are the best team in the league? I do. I truly believe that. I think this – I got some good news, right? Lane will not need surgery to after that's the season. That's great news. So that's always great. If you know the, uh, the record when Lane doesn't play, I won't tell you because it's not good. Not good. And then uh, Jalen Hurts, our MVP. We get him back. Um, I heard that uh, things are going good for him. I'm not sure if he'll be playing in the regular season anymore, but I know in the playoffs he'll be, he'll be ready to go. We get the, get the bye week. Um, we're a dangerous team. E- even losing to the Cowboys, you see how dangerous we really are. Like, let's think about it. When we ever have four turnovers in one game, right? The best thing about the Eagles were we don't turn the ball over. So you look at the game. Yeah, we lost against the Cowboys. They played an excellent game. Dak really, he showed he showed off, right? The defense, forty points, a forty burger with like extra cheese, extra. <laughs> come on, that won't happen again against the birds. Third and thirty, right? Come on. So I just think that I'm happy with the the birds. Um, it's hard to go this far with winning so many games, right? I think the playoffs will be ready to roll. We'll be ready to roll. So. 
Well, I mean, if Jalen Hurts doesn't finish the season out, he's not going to win the MVP. Patrick Mahomes will win the MVP, which <sighs> he will, yeah. you know, yeah. which he deserves. Well, yeah, Pat, Patrick Pat, Mahomes that's has my had, boy too. He's yeah. had an MVP level season. Yes, he has. Um, I think that Jalen Hurts has also had an MVP level season, but I don't think he should win the MVP if he doesn't finish the season right. out. Do you do you feel comfortable with him sitting for the rest of the season? Is it is it like a health thing, or you just want to um, make sure that he's 100% healthy going into the postseason? You know what? It's, it's hard to get 100% this late in the season. Right. But I, I think it's great if you can get there, right? And we're talking about our best player, right? At least playing. So, yeah, I think I, I, I'm not against sitting him for the whole year. And then having a fresh start in the playoffs, um, they'll be practicing. They'll be getting the timing together. Uh, I mean, he and he runs the ball enough where he takes hits. So, I think it's better for him to rest. Rest that body up. Rest that arm up, especially the right arm. And get back to winning games and scoring touchdowns. We're talking to Shady McCoy, my co-host on Speak on FS1, 4.30 p.m. Eastern. Just, just a little while from now. I'll be on there later. We'll be arguing about something. Or we actually agree a lot. Yeah, we agree a we, lot. We agree on a lot it's of things. It's the other guy. It's the other guy. <laughs> other Dave, guy. Dave Allen and Emmanuel yeah. Archer. We'll have Emmanuel on later on the show today. Joy Taylor in for Colin Cowherd. So we talked at the beginning of the season about Jalen Hurts and – you guys weren't so sure because you and Emmanuel obviously have have Eagles ties. If they were going to commit to him after the season, you think he's done enough that he's going to be the guy mm. moving forward? I, I think so. I think in the beginning of the year, I, I didn't know. I'm just going to be honest. I didn't know. The, the, the Jalen Hurts that I've seen last year, right, to this year, it's a totally different person. Like if they had two different numbers out there, they're two different people. And that just shows you the dedication, the hard work that he put in on the offseason, Right. And then I think Coach Sirianni, like, I give him a lot of credit. And, and also Howie for putting the team together and also giving him some help. A lot of times with these coaches, they, they get so arrogant. I draft you, you're going to fit into my scheme. It's not that. No, you drafted me. So what they did is they put him, right, in a scheme that fits him. Whatever you want to do, Jalen, let's do it. So, yeah, I think he's our franchise guy. I mean, think about that, though. If Jalen Hurts leaves Philadelphia, like, I mean, I, I don't know what? Philadelphia the way that you do. Oh I feel like God. it would be outrageous. Listen, when we won a su- su- our first Super Bowl, they, they, they destroyed Broad Street. It was a big <laughs> party for everybody, right? <laughs> if they let Jalen Hurts go, it was going to be the same thing. But they're not going to be happy. They're going to be pissed off. They're going to be burning everything. <laughs> you cannot let Jalen Hurts leave. He's their, our, our, our franchise guy for the future. That's an easy one right there. I, I agree. Sign them up. No, Philly fans are something else. I, I, I got to give you that. I experienced Come it for the now. first time during the World Series in Philly. Saw them climbing the poles, going crazy in the street. Right. That's a crazy People fan base. People normally love Santa Claus, right? Like, as a kid growing <laughs> up, they love Santa. I played in a game, a TV, to- a TV timeout. Me and the boys, we, we, we you know, it's, it's kind of cold. So we're like, damn, it's cold, you know. We look over, they beating up Santa Claus because he, <laughs> he had a Santa outfit on with the cowboy hat. Yeah. You know, so Philadelphia is nothing yeah, to play Phil- with. Philadelphia yeah. has a reputation, uh, and some some of it is earned. But I, I think Philly fans are, are great They're fans. They're very passionate. So, speaking of the Cowboys, let's let's talk about the Cowboys. Now, okay. you, where you and I have disagreed this week is I don't think that that was – as great of a game. It was a yeah. nice win for the Cowboys. Yes. Anytime you beat the Eagles, it's a good win. Dak played great. The defense played amazing. Had forced four turnovers. That was big, yeah. Uh, but also, the Eagles had four turnovers, right. and they didn't have Jalen Hurts. And similar to the, to the game early in the season when they didn't have Dak and it was Cooper Rush, mm-hmm. we just kind of got robbed of, the, of this matchup this yeah. year. Yeah. But you made everyone a little upset last week when you were talking about Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. And that's your opinion of, of how he plays. I think Dak is an above-average quarterback. Okay. I think he gets criticized more than he probably should just because he's 
the Dallas Cowboys right. quarterback. Like, I sure. think if he was a quarterback of most other teams, yeah. we would think he's actually doing a really good job considering the fact that he is a fourth-round draft pick. Right. But that's not what it is. Uh-uh. And he's the Cowboys quarterback, and that's what it is. And there's benefits to that, and there's negatives to that. That's how it Gift, goes. Gift and a curse. Yes. Do you think Dak is a confetti guy? Like, Can you see Dak Prescott – I don't want to say taking because the Dallas Cowboys have a good team. They have yeah. a great defense and they have some they have some pieces on offense yeah. that don't they, they don't get enough credit for. So can you see so, Dak Prescott being a Super Bowl winning quarterback? To, I to, can. To answer your question, and I will say yes. This is the reason why. So so like okay, I got excited. It was the Eagles versus Cowboys, right? <laughs> and I should have said that he's playing, you know, yeah. a certain way, which he was. I mean. The numbers can't lie. He's throwing picks everywhere. He is right? throwing a lot of picks. Even that game's Eagles, that first pick, everybody's like, oh, my God, is he? Is it, it's happening again. And he turns it on. So, yes, I do think that Dak's above average quarterback. right? And you can win with him. I think if um, he has to be more consistent, right, he can't turn the ball over. But not only just about Dak. If you look at that team, that team is capable of winning the Super Bowl. Let's think about it. They have, they, let's, let's, they have a, a good defense. Yep. They get after the quarterback. Right, they got a a, a, a a MVP slash defense player of the year, a Michael Parsons from Harrisburg, where I'm from. Shout out to the Parsons, <laughs> but he's a dog, right? Yeah. You mix in Demarcus Lawrence with the other defense, like uh, players they have in, in the back end. They had some injuries, but they play well as a defense, and then they run the ball. So in the playoffs, it gets cold. <laughs> That's what happens. It's cold in the playoffs. <laughs> you got to be able to play defense and run the ball. Right. You got a Pro Bowl running back and Tony Pollard, and then his backup. Is Zeke, like, that's a form of, of winning football. So, yes, I think if that Prescott can, can play that level he's played against the Eagles, which was top-notch, like, like crazy work everywhere, um, he protects the ball a lot better. They run the ball. They play defense. They have a, a chance to win a Super Bowl. I, I think they do, too. Cowboys fans are mad at me right now. I don't know why. They always mad at somebody. But they, the thing is, the only thing about them winning that championship Philadelphia's in the NFC, and before you go to the Super Bowl, you got to beat them, and I don't know if that's possible. Yeah, I mean, I would pick <sighs> the Eagles, too, yes. Uh, also, they, they need to focus on winning a game in the postseason. That is true, like, I know Dak has won several, Just I, I know. I know he's won in the postseason <laughs> before. Uh, well, another team that's made the postseason that is also mad at me is the Chargers, and you are always you are always on Justin Herbert. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't even want to say that. I'm not on Justin Herbert. I think Justin Herbert is great. I yeah, don't get hold on. You also do not give him his love like he deserves. No, 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 no. First of all, we can't be linked together because 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 people yeah, are lumping yeah. me into to to Emmanuel's opinion of Justin Herbert, which I don't necessarily disagree with. But I didn't say one. I think Justin Herbert is great. Right. I think he will have a great career. I do too. I think he is extremely talented and athletic. I think he's smart. I think he's a great franchise quarterback. Yeah. He does all the right things, says all the right things, puts fires out, seems like he's a good teammate. Love all of it. Right. I don't have any problem with Justin Herbert at all. I think he's great. In fact, I was sitting right over there when Colin and I were talking about how great Justin Herbert was going to be, and everyone was like, no, I played in Oregon. He's not that good. I'm like, no, I watched him in the Rose Bowl. He's pretty awesome. He's yeah. going to be great if he gets into the right situation. Right. Okay. So I've actually never slandered Justin Herbert. Okay. What I don't like is the conversation around Justin Herbert because everyone gets the excited. Hype, the hype, the hype. No, 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 no. He deserves the hype. Okay. But don't get so hyped on something that you disregard what we just watched. Yeah. Okay. Like, don't don't elevate people past other people who have done as much but accomplished more. Right. Like, how's he get? How does he get above Justin Herbert? I mean, Joe I mean, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, Pat. Yeah. Oh, I mean, whoa. Like, how did he jump? I, how did I mean, he jump, I, Patrick I, yeah, Mahomes? I, I wouldn't. I mean, I can't put anybody 
over Patrick Mahomes. Like, listen, that sounds crazy. Listen, I know it sounds crazy. Yeah, I did not think this was an outrageous opinion. Patty gets busy. <laughs> yes. And look, if you want to argue about Joe Burrow talent wise or whatever, yeah. You can do that too. I'm not gonna put. He just played in a Super Bowl yeah. earlier but this I mean, year. We got but, one week left of 2022. In 2022, Joe Burrow was in the Super Bowl. That's a great argument, though. Like, like, and that's gonna go down for years. Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, right? And then like that's that's what the NFL is made on. Made the NFL is made on quarterbacks. Right. That's why I get paid so much. And they try to find the comparisons, right? It was. But it's a great comparison. They're in the same draft class. I just think that like, if I had to go and pick a quarterback, in that draft class, right? Um, just speaking like right now. Now, I think my boy Jalen Hurts is going to catch some guys. So right? if you redrafted right now, yeah, okay. if you redrafted that class of Burrow, Tua, Herbert, and Jalen Hurts, what so, order would you do so, it? So now this is my argument with people. If I'm, doing, if I'm redrafting, am I, I'm drafting my franchise for 20 years. These quarterbacks should be playing for 20 years. That's 20, let, no, 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 no. That's the new standard now. The new standard is like. No. What, you doing no, Tom that's, standards? That's Tom, hold on, Tom hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's do 15. Okay, so let's say 15. Okay, 15, 15, 15. 16, right? Okay. I mean, because. Okay, let's do 15. Right. Because once, you get, to like, Tom, once Rogers, you get to like 18 and stuff, but, but, it starts to look a little different. But I mean, but even that, like Rodgers, he's not playing well this year, but he just won an MVP back to back twice. Right. Like, so let's on. do 15 years. Okay, so 15. So if I'm picking this quarterback for 15 years. Let me put my GM hat on. Let me put my, my, my Howie Roseman hat. All right? Howie McCoy. Okay, anyway. So, I would take, uh, for my 15 years, I'm going to take Herbert. I'm going to take him. I, don't, I mean, I don't it's, think it's, that's outrageous. It's hard. Like, I, I, you have to go on Madden, right? The video game, and, like, draw it up. Same Six, team, four, though? What, what team are you drafting him to? Two. That's a whole new ball game here. That matters too, though. No, 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 no. I see where you're you're going with that. Because I'm like, if he he ends up on a different team, then it's... Then then I'm going with uh, Jalen Hurts, right? Jalen Hurts, out of all the quarterbacks, he can do everything. He runs the ball like a running back. He throws Mm -hmm. the ball like a quarterback. So it's it's all how you want to build your team, right? But then that changes the conversation. Even Burrow, right? Because they love to argue the Burrow thing, but I would love to put Justin Herbert... With them boys, that, them, that that office is stable. Oh my God! You want Herbert on the I'm just, Cowboys? I'm saying if, no, if Herbert on the, on the was with the oh, Bengals, they said them boys. Like them boys, them boys, oh, yeah. is, them boys is they they can play. Of course, Tyler Boyd. They they would say the, the the third best. He's a beast. So we we might actually have this argument on our our it's show hard. later. It's a hard. It's a hard today. one. We're talking to, to Shady McCoy. I I hear you, but but you don't feel me. No, no, no. Okay. I don't. Okay. I don't like. I don't. If I disagree, it's not like. It's splitting hairs. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, it's crazy. It's a, it's a hard argument. Who do that? It yeah. is a hard argument. It's a hard I, one. I think that Joe Burrow went to a worse situation mm-hmm. initially than Justin Herbert. Now, obviously, they got him Jamar Chase, and then obviously we know what their wide receiving core looks like now. But he, they went there his first year, and what happens? His offensive line was terrible, and he got injured because his offensive line was terrible. Like, I think he's overcome and very quickly took a, a bad organization yeah. to the Super Bowl. So, like, this is where the the Justin Herbert uh, Burrow argument starts to split. Okay. Because you feel like the statistics with with Herbert matter more than the results do with with, uh, Joe Burrow. And that's where I differ. I think that if you can take an organization like the Cincinnati Bengals through the AFC, beat Patrick Mahomes on the way there, and... But see, see to the Super Bowl like, and, and be competitive in the Super Bowl. It's not like they yeah. got blown out. I mean, but like, see that that it, that sounds good, right? Until you really look at the team. The defense was was solid defense. Then the, hold on, and then the offense was lights out. You had a thousand yard re- 
running back in the backfield. Joe Mixon is a, is a dog. Yes, he's right. Great. He's not just some regular play. He's a dog. And then you look at all three of the wide receivers. They each had a thousand. Am I correct? So, yeah, but Joe Burrow was was throwing them the ball. Yeah, but he also throwing Jamar Chase eight yard passes. He taking it for sixty eight yards. Like, like, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So I, all, all I'm saying is that it's a hard argument, and I think Joe Joe deserves his credit. Joe. Burrow is a beast. Yeah, he's in the MVP so conversation I think this, this right now. Ar- this argument is is hard. It's not just like a. I think it's a matter. You know, it's a matter of uh, of preference. I think it's splitting hairs. They're two great players, and yes, I'm with you. I think I think Jalen's going to catch both of them. I mean, he's having an Jaylen MVP will. level season this year as well, and I'm sure we'll talk more about this uh, as the the postseason goes on. We're talking to Lashawn Shady McCoy on the herd. Uh, see, this was, this was you were chilling, right? Yeah. Relax. It's the herd slash speak takeover. <laughs> it's a speak takeover. You know? uh, not to end on a, a, a down note before I get you out of here. You, I don't know if you saw the news that Tua is going to be out for this weekend oh, no, now. Man. He has a concussion. <sighs> we talked about it on our show, Speak, and you were the first one to suggest it that you know perhaps he should consider retiring. Yes. It's very serious. So now you can fully say he's had two concussions in three months. In three months. Three head injuries, two concussions. Yeah. If you don't want to consider the first one, which we all know was a head injury in the Buffalo Bills game, within a matter of three months. Not a year, not even a full football More. season, in three months. And he is now just recovering. And they're not even talking about when he's going to be back. I mean, you played. Right. I'm sure you've had concussions. Two. Two, two in 12 years. You see? Right. Yeah. That's a that's a big span. Big, not yeah. great, but still yeah. a, a long time. Mm-hmm. I would not want my brothers going back out there. Certainly this season. Oh, th- no. No, no, no matter no. how this plays out for the Dolphins, and it would have to be a real conversation about whether you played again because it's not something that you can replace. Yeah. My, see, this is my thing. Like when I watch Tua, I think Tua's an excellent player. Right. He's a lot better than people thought given the stance of having, like, good players, good coach that believe in him, right? So you build his confidence up, he's playing well. Then he starts getting these, these head injuries. So my thing was, like, typically in football, you, you're going to get injured. That's, that's how it works. But sometimes it's like an ankle hair, it's a shoulder hair, it's a, it's a, it's a you know, a sore knee, you know. With Tua's case, it's like, it's always his head. And you could, you, could, you know, ankles... They, they, you can break them, get them back, or et cetera, knees, whatever it is. But you can't. You only get one head, and it's like, man, when I when I heard the news that he, he you know, he was feeling like he, uh, he had a concussion, and then for a player to go to the doctors, like, hey, doc, I'm not feeling good. You know, most players we try to, you know, hide it to keep playing. He must have really been messed up to tell him that. So then when you fast forward it, and then now it's out there that hey, he had a concussion. It's like yeah, it's two concussions in three months. You know, so that's tough. We love the game. I love the game. Like, they, they, they pay you good. It's fun. You're with your brothers. As a kid, you dream to play in, on this level. But now it's like you think about your health. After football, I retired at, what, 33 or something like that? You have so much years to live. He, I don't know if he has children. You know, we actually live in the same de- uh, development. So I see him jogging around sometimes. And I know he's married. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you have a whole family to worry about. So let's, just, let's say that, you know, he doesn't play this year. Then the first concussion he has next year, now you put the NFL on alert. Right. Because the NFL, I love the NFL, but they're, they, they're worried about that shield. And how would they look if a quarterback, I mean, I hate to say this, but that's the most important position. It that's is, that's yeah. why they get paid like that. So a quarterback having another uh, um, head injury, concussion, what happens now? So I just, I'm worried for him because it's like it, it hurts because when you see a player out there, we have to be from the same team. Like it's, we're a brotherhood, and, and, I, and I feel bad for him, man. So hopefully – 
he really thinks about his career because your health is everything. Yeah, and it's it's devastating because it's not something that he can control. Oh, you know, man. like it's if you're, out, playing of, if so you're well. out of shape and you're you know not taking care of your body and you pull something or whatever that leads to an injury. Like some some people don't take care of their bodies. This is nothing that you can control, which makes it even all the more devastating and and serious. Well, thanks for jumping on with us, Shady. Appreciate it. I'm done already. We're yeah well, yeah we, we have, that fly we by. Got, yeah, oh we got bills to pay. I guess yeah, I'll fun, huh? The big guys next. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a manual. On later, we're gonna have Dave on uh, tomorrow, so I'll let you know Dave's if he says anything. Call, listen, if you need to talk about some Eagles, Cowboys, like call me up. <laughs> Are you gonna get, sneak on? You should just sneak on yeah, to his he appearance gets, he gets tomorrow. Carried, he gets carried away. <laughs> steal, just steal his appearance. Yeah, I might just, just like in. get an eagle, like I don't know, bag and just put it over him. <laughs> <laughs> just take him up. We're here for it. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovis.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 